Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. back here on the ticket water cooler brought to you by Coligan water and we're happy as always to be joined on our tuesday or our most tuesday of tuesday shows because it's 222 2022 by brian munson of husker online brian how are you doing today this is the most tuesday show right <laughs> that's right did you are you celebrating today with uh i don't know what you do throw up a peace sign i don't know what you do with the number two yeah 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 man i just i stand at the door and just kind of kind of throw up the peace sign, give them the deuces, <laughs> and just hope people walk by and see that crazy dude standing at his door. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the cool thing to do for today. Um, I, I did uh, want to ask you tonight that there's a, a possibility, an, an announcement tonight that uh, you just kind of told me about. I wasn't, uh, I didn't know about it, so I'm very eager to hear about uh, the potential for Nebraska to add to their class uh, tonight. Yeah, so <clears throat> kind of a cool thing to go along with the whole 222 on 2022 vibe. Uh, William Watson, who goes by Pop, quarterback out of Springfield, Massachusetts, is going to be making his decision tonight at halftime of his basketball game. So if, if, if not a lot of Nebraska fans are really kind of paying attention to the quarterback recruiting stuff yet because I think that, like, J.J. Cole has been out there and I think Avery Johnson has kind of been out there. And, and I, I admit, I think that both those guys from a regional perspective should have everyone's attention. However, it, it just has seemed to me that, you know, Nebraska has been kind of expanding the search. So one of those, one of those key indicators, at least to me, was when Nebraska brought in William Watson for, for a junior day visit in January. And he leaves Nebraska with an offer. And he had an offer at Pitt or from Pitt from Coach Whip when he was there as the offensive coordinator. So there's a there's a standing, existing relationship that was there between Coach Whip and Watson, which they're going to potentially be able to carry forward now to, to Lincoln. Um, I, I really – I think he's a really polished quarterback, and I, I love that he has basically got this this ice in his veins. Like one of his answers – I'm trying to – I'll paraphrase it because I, I, I don't have the – the article up or anything like that. And I wouldn't want to just read it back to your, to your listeners. But, you know, he basically was saying like, look, when the chips are down, man, and the game's on the line, I want the ball and I'm going to, I'm going to make the plays and I'm going to win us the football game. And I was just like, Holy cow. Like, and, and, and he put, and he's, he's got a great, he's got a great block um, on his, uh, on his Twitter feed too. So if you, if people don't know who William Watson is, Go check him out. His Twitter feed is full of all sorts of stuff. It's it's pretty it's pretty low key. It doesn't look like a guy that's going to be like you know uh, committing anywhere anytime soon. But I just kind of got a feeling that that's kind of him. So I I, I I would I would predict, however, that Nebraska is going to end up getting a commitment tonight from from Watson. Wow, that'll that'll be a big one. Uh, we, I like I said, I, I did not uh, know about this or see it coming, and uh, I like to say I'm somewhat plugged into that sort of thing. Uh, but uh, I guess not not for now. But a, a quarterback recruit is always a big deal. Uh, what is what is his type of kind of play style? Does he kind of fit in uh, more to the the Richard Torres types that they've been uh, that they've been aiming toward, kind of the the pocket passes, or is it is he more of a dual threat? 
No, he's he's a dual threat guy, but he definitely is a throw first. He mm. he he does a great job of keeping his eyes downfield. There was some film I watched on him where the the drill is just all about, you know, movement in the pocket, you know, moving laterally, moving back, moving forward, you know, kind of moving in your figure eight, kind of keeping your feet moving, but eyes downfield, finding the target, and then making an accurate throw. And and William was doing all that stuff. Uh, he's not a big guy. We're talking about a six foot one, 180 pounder, but good athleticism. Um, I, I, I think, I think the one thing that you kind of lose there a little bit is that this guy, even though he's not like that big in stature, Richard Torres kind of guy or, or Heinrich Harburg, you know, kind of guy, he seems to be able to make all the throws. And I, and I, and sometimes you, you find those guys that, that, that have that capability and we have some ones that have some arm weakness, particularly towards the outside or the, 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 the edges of the field. That doesn't seem to be the case with Watson. I think he's got a really, really, really strong arm. So uh, I think Nebraska fans will be really happy with it. Go out there, check out his huddle. Um, uh, but, yeah, I, I think things look like, you know, Coach Whip is going to get his guy. And I think that that's a, a huge I – think, I think the biggest thing about this is that Nebraska deserves props for the way things are being handled currently from the junior day visits – to the follow-up and getting the results, you know, Sledge was an offer in January. Watson was an offer in January. They're going to get both those guys on board, you know, a month later. And I, and I think that that's pretty great to kind of think about when you have five guys going into the month of March and you're going to start kicking off your junior day visits again. So you're going to recalibrate every single month about who you need to bring in and what, what positions you're targeting. So I, I think there's been some kind of instant rewards already from the coaching staff from the February signing date and the portal stuff to the, to the stuff and how the class is being pulled together for 2023. Brian, you just mentioned Sam Sledge. It's kind of a two-part question. One, can you just tell me about him? Is this a good addition to the offensive line? And then he's the third Husker, or excuse me, the, the third player from Nebraska to commit to the Huskers. Is there kind of a newfound resurgence to recruit in-state? Uh, so answer to your second question is absolutely. Um, Nebraska doesn't want to play against these guys. And I, I kind of expect that there will be more offers made to in-state guys, not just 2023, but potentially 2024. And, um, you know, you've got, you got uh, Knutson out there in Scotts Bluff. you got Nagoe right there in, in, in Lincoln. There's at least two more guys that I got my, my eyes on, you know, and this probably seals a deal on Flores, obviously, but Flores is – was picking up Oklahoma State, you know, and, and Memphis, and and uh, things were looking really good for him potentially to have a, a good eval uh, and, and make it tough for Nebraska to continue not to to offer. So some pressures off there, but I I think that I think that you know I think Nebraska is demonstrating that the importance to their program is always going to be in the in-state kids. Uh, that being said, going, going, flipping back to your first question with Sam Sledge, Sam Sledge is a huge addition to the class. Mm -hmm. I think he's kind of that perfect, perfect complement to Gatula. Um, Sam is going to be able to play, I feel, either guard or center, and that's pretty big because I think when you look at the fall, the biggest question mark on that offensive line right now is who's going to play center? Mm -hmm. who's, who's got that position kind of wrapped up, or what are they going to be able to do? And 
is there a possibility of getting – I mean, there's so many scenarios. I mean, is it, oh, they're going to add another offensive tackle to take over and allow Cor- Corcoran to, to move inside and play center and Utofsky's going to be there at left guard? Man, that's still a lot of moving around from where you sit right now to how things will prob- could probably end up in August. But Sam, I think, is he's got this consistency about him. You know, he's he's got this lot of traits that you want to want to kind of see multi-sport athlete. He wrestles. He's in some pretty rare air when it comes to, you know, just being from Creighton Prep. He's he's a basically been as a starter, you know, there since a freshman year, since his freshman year. And that includes like and nobody else has done that before him. And that includes Junior Bryant, who I think was just nominated to go into the Hall of Fame and the NFL Hall of Fame, if I remember right. And you had other Huskers like in Zach Potter and Titus Adams. So pretty, pretty rare. And obviously he's a legacy guy, you know, his dad played, his dad played for, for Tom Osborne. So a great get all the way around. I think he's a great compliment for Catula. I think that you're building a nice class already with the in-state guys, adding Bramer obviously to that as well. And this is kind of weird. I mean, question, cause we're talking about the 2023 class. We know kind of what's online for Nebraska, um, and this in Scott Frost, I mean, this year they have to kind of get, this is the get right year. Otherwise, you know, there might be some change there. Um, but do you think that it's, it's, it's at least outside of even how much you want Frost to stay or, or go? And obviously I think everybody's on board with them staying, but I mean, if it, if, if it falters, you have to feel pretty good about some of these guys, you know, committing to the school, considering they're kind of in-state guys. And then obviously Dwight Boodle, um, being, having a brother that, that played here that they, they might be uh, Nebraska commits regardless of what kind of what happens this upcoming year. Well, I think Nebraska has always been that way where they want their recruits and their commitments to feel good about their decision, not because of the guy sitting in the hallway office. They, they, they want the guy to feel good about the decision because of the complete marriage of all the other things that kind of go into the college decision, where, you know, with Lincoln being the right place and right academically, right athletically, right, right everything in general. Um, I think that all those little things kind of come into the pieces. And I, I think that that's as important for Nebraska, you know, when it kind of comes to picking out a guy, I, I don't think that they would, that they would, I mean, obviously they, they would like the fact to hear like, Oh, I can't, I can't wait to play for, for coach Frost or for, for coach Shenander or whomever. But I, I think in the end, they really want the guys that, that want to be there in Lincoln because they can't see themselves going anywhere else. Not because of the coaching staff, but because of the school and the area and the tradition and all the other things that kind of go along with it. Yeah, I mean, and that's ideal. And obviously these days it's kind of harder for kids to do that. But it always, I mean, it used to be an old sure. adage in recruiting to commit to the school, not the coach. Um, I did I did want to ask you this too, because um, this is, again, talking about the 2023 class. Moving up, there's still potential to add to this class, a spring ball right around the corner. Um, the big uh, the big news a couple days ago was the TCU pass rusher Oshan Mathis had Nebraska in his top five. Um, I, obviously, a lot of us would think that that would be just a huge gift for Nebraska as they have been lacking that premier type of pass rusher. What do you think of the type of sh- chance they have at him? Is it is it down to those five schools, do you think, kind of equally? Yeah, I, I – I don't know about equally. Uh, I think Nebraska is getting, uh, I think Nebraska has a, sh- has a shot. It's an outside shot. Um, mm-hmm. I think obviously they, they had a little bit of an ace up their sleeve with coach Applewhite being there now. And, and I, and I think that, that obviously Nebraska can put together a great sales pitch. I, I think that they can do a lot of different things to, 
to attract Mathis to Lincoln. Uh, I think they just have to get him on campus. They they've really got to they've really got to try to find a way to get him to host him, um, show him you know how it is that he can fit and and talk to him about all the different things of course that they're that they're going to do. Uh, I think that they would be able to work up some some serious film on guys that they that they felt feel like they could go ahead and use him like the things in the mismatches, of course, that he could present, how they could go ahead and kind of set him up a little bit. Um, but yeah, the, the, it's really going to it's really going to come down to if Nebraska can get a visit. If, if Nebraska can get a visit, it's it's always Nebraska always has a shot. I, I've I've always said that from from the beginning. If Nebraska can host somebody, they've always got a shot. And it seems like Nebraska is doing a great job on these visits already underneath this new staff. And so it wouldn't surprise me at all if they can get him on campus and, again, kind of opens his eyes to Lincoln. He's Brian Munson of Husker Online. Brian, one final question for you. Uh, I know there is kind of an I- the idea out there that um, there's going to be a new influx of transfers into the transfer portal after everybody kind of sees where they rely on the depth chart on after spring ball and stuff like that, not just for Nebraska but nationwide. Do you still think that the best part of the transfer portal is probably over the best crop, I suppose, because um, what you expect to see out of, out of after spring ball is kind of those third and fourth guys on the depth chart, which certainly you could help, you know, if they're transferring from Alabama or Clemson or something. But do you, do you think that the best of the transfer portals already kind of out, been out there? I, I do because I think that to your point, you, you know, you're you've come home from the grocery store already one time. You're going to forget eggs or an ingredient. You're not going to forget three quarters of your class. So I, I think three quarters of those guys, you know, or more. Have already come off the come out of, come out of the portal and they've already been placed into the current situation, and then to your point, it's like you got the next guys up that are figuring out well how the recruits are that they came in that, that am I did I just get recruited over did they get a portal over me you know or what just happened to me on the depth chart and figuring out how things are going to kind of go and I'm sure there's going to be some really difficult meetings uh, for some of these coaches around the nation to kind of talk to these kids about hey, look, you just don't have an opportunity here to kind of play football anymore. And and I think some of those days are coming for those guys. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting. We can't wait for spring practice to start right around the corner. And, of course, we always love to have Brian Munson on for the latest recruiting news, and we certainly got some today. Brian, thank you for your time today. Have a great Tuesday. (laughs) All right, you too. Happy 2-2-2 Tuesday, 2022. We're all celebrating, just not overly emphatic about it yeah it's it's cool it's cool it's cool it's not gonna happen for ever again so you know take advantage enjoy it it while it lasts (laughs) that's that's right uh we gotta take a quick break here on the ticket water cooler uh we'll be back to round out the show maybe talk a little husker basketball they do after all have a game in chicago tonight so that's somewhat interesting probably their best chance at a win too left on board Penn state Um, Penn state you think so yeah northwestern just lost to minnesota Nebraska beat. Nebraska also got smoked by Northwestern. I know. There is always that as well. Uh, We'll talk about that next here on the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Culligan Water on 93.7 The Ticket.